Um, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Write, Read, and Write. I am Adam Preston Harrell, and I am joined by my co-host, uh, Mr. Josiah Seth Gray. Uh, um, no, man. I don't think you got that correct. You got that twisted around. I'm Adam, and you are, in fact, Josiah. Whoa, uh, I, I beg to differ. That's a little bit unfair, because you got to be Adam last time. Look, we're not having this discussion again. Fine, fine. Oh, fine. I, well, I guess for today we can be... I can be Josiah Seth Gray again, and I can be joined by you, Adam Preston Peril, again. <laughs> Look, I was just trying to change things up. I think that'll just be a little bit confusing for everyone. You know, our, they sort of need some some sort of consistency. I mean, we can change the content before our listeners. They need to know that some things just won't change. Like our entire personalities, for example. And your terrible jokes. Whoa. Whoa, party foul. That's a little bit harsh, don't you think? I don't have... Yeah, actually, uh, you're right. I do have terrible jokes. But uh, anyway, I, I, I do get what you're saying here. At the same time, it does seem like our podcast is very much the same. You know, we have a beginning where we introduce ourselves. You know, we chat for about some stuff in the middle bit, and that normally takes takes forever. Uh, sometimes we just keep on talking, if we're honest. Um, but then at the end, we just kind of, you know, sum it all up, and we have some homework that say goodbye, and, and boom, we're done. Don't you think we should try to mix things up and that might be good sometimes? I see what you're saying, but let me answer that question with a question. Would you believe me if I said that almost all stories are basically the same? If that was the case, why would anyone, you know, why would they read, write, and write if all their, their writing, reading, and writing is all the same? That makes no sense. Okay, well, maybe not all of them. So many of them. And, and I'm going to go on to a bit here. And, and why predictability is common, but changes are okay. So a while ago, a man named Joseph Campbell noticed some similarities in both ancient and modern stories. And he categorized them into... No myth. Mono being one, myth being, well, myth. Essentially, he found that characters would have a call to advance. They'd reject the idea that they could do anything as exciting, meet someone who pushed them towards greatness, and then would cross a threshold into the world of adventure. So it's like being hesitant to ask that girl out or, you know, a little bit shy to, to take that leap in gym class or to try something new, but then somebody pushes you there. The character, now a hero, that's what we'd call them, would be tested, find enemies, overcome challenges, gain and lose rewards, Get close to losing, but win with the power they or something inside them all along. The hero would return to a state of being normal or go back to their home changed and be able to overcome that they faced before, but now, having gone through it all, are much, much stronger. So many stories do this, Josiah. From Star Wars to Tangled to The Incredibles, the epic of Gilgamesh, ancient myths in modern movies. I could go on and on and on. All right. So let's take an example of a modern story. You would say that like Harry Potter, 
um, where little Harry finds out he's a wizard. He leaves his you know home at Privet Drive. He goes through a bunch of crazy stuff at Hogwarts. Beats up Voldemort, and then he returns to River Drive. That story is is the same as like Frodo's from the Lord of the Rings. Well, I mean, Frodo finds out there's an evil ring. He leaves the Shire, his home, goes through a bunch of crazy stuff, beats Sauron, the villain, and then he returns home. Yes, the content is different, but the same beat or moments of the story stay the same. Okay, so we'd you'd say that the Hunger Games were Katniss Everdeen. She volunteers for the games. She leaves District Thirteen. She yes, yes, yes. Basically, yeah. But I, I'm just struggling with this because I feel like it's boring. Because what if I don't want the hero to win? What about Anakin Skywalker? He goes through a lot of those things that you're talking about, but the ending is totally different. I mean. He kills younglings. Younglings, Adam. Younglings. <laughs> what a twist this is on a classic. I mean, it changes toward the end. So this is very interesting. When the hero meets a challenge, instead of overcoming like we would expect them to do in the hero's journey and becoming stronger, they give in to it and despair or change for the worse and grow evil. This, my friend, is instead of adventure, it's tragedy. We'll have a look at the twists that make a tragedy and a comedy in a later episode. But for now, I think our students and our listeners should consider that sometimes we don't need to hear about successes. We need to consider defeat. Caution is a huge, a gigantic part of storytelling. And modern stories carry that tradition. I mean, look at Aesop's fables. It's all about warning you against bad behavior and vices by using animals. Caution is huge in storytelling. The fall arc, I know what you're talking about, shows what happens when our vices or darkness overcome the possibilities that we could have had. In Shakespeare's tragedies, we see this fall in characters like Othello and Hamlet. Go back to the ancient days and read Antigone from ancient Greece. Man, she has troubles. She goes downhill. Or better yet, if your parents let you, see this fall in the character of Walter White in Breaking Bad, though I'm not sure if that's necessarily yeah, child-appropriate. Some teens might like it. You don't see this much in Disney, and that's mostly because they want people to feel good. Yeah, I guess those tragedy stories, those falling arcs, they don't really have happy endings. They always are pretty not Disney-like. And right, and, and I can see why Disney has an audience. The more modern stuff with Marvel, especially with, let's say, The Mandalorian, there are some changes, but they do want people to come out watching these Marvel and Star Wars movies feeling good about a hero and not feeling like life is crap. <laughs> yeah, but like Disney movies, they have their place. They're so much fun. They There's a lot of life and energy to them, and everyone's got their favorite favorite disney movie my favorite is uh atlantis the lost empire i'm still waiting for the live action of that because it's so great um but tragedy stories they they do i would say they reach us in a different way a lot of times they're, they're quite cathartic they make us feel better about life because sometimes uh, personally i do feel like my life has had 
has been a bit of a falling arc <laughs> at different times. Oh, and that's true. In most stories, they don't end with a person's life. And I think that's something to also consider. A story is just the challenge overcome. It's an adventure and a series of challenges for someone to change. And throughout my life, I've gone through several of these adventures where I can see, you know, sometimes a falling arc. Sometimes it follows the hero's journey and, and I returned back to the United States, changed, adapted, different. Um, but I mean, hopefully all students look at stories and, and think of this as this is a moment. This is a challenge. Um, and this is overcome in, in a variety of ways. And we just like those stories. And if it's not overcome, we need to know that sometimes we lose and it sucks. It's painful, but it's okay. I mean, I can go into several movies that I've seen and we- isn't the happiest or like the overcoming of the climax is the happiest people die along the way. Um, there's a bit of loss. The only happiness you really see is when the character realizes that they're going to be okay. Um, and this is a, generally when you see dramas on TV and shows and series that, you know, they're not comedies, they're not adventures. This is where you see people take loss. But in the end, they're still going to be okay, even if they don't win. That too. Yeah. And the biggest example of that in my mind, and we've talked about this before, is, is the fifth Star Wars movie. Second. <laughs> fifth. Yeah. Episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, <laughs> We can we can put, spoil the plot of that one because you know it's ancient by now. But the the heroes don't win. Uh, you know Han Solo gets stuck in carbonite. Luke le- loses an arm. All these you know bad things are happening, and the, you know there's no way it seems like the heroes are going to win. And of course this you know the next movie everything you know they they bring it back. But the ending of that movie is dark. It's a tragedy. But that movie is so loved because it's so fulfilling. And I think what's important for us to, to realize um, is that when we have these stories, even if it's a rising arc, your hero wins, happy ending, Disney is going to give it a gold star, um, or it's a sad one that you know Shakespeare would be proud of, it's going to either be... Um, it, it's it's We're going to like it or dislike it. It's going to give us that cathartic feeling of, yeah, that works as a story because of these different plot beats. And so I think that's a great uh, direction for us to be going in these next episodes, right, Adam? Like uh, thinking about how do we make a story feel? Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I think for the listeners, students, we should break it down into pieces, um, help them conceptualize each part of it. Um, we won't cover, of course, every single style of story, but you know, once you get the building blocks of a Lego set, you can take it apart and put it together in different ways. And all that's important is that you have the pieces. Mm-hmm. And what what's really important is when it comes to stories, if you have a uh, a, a story, a, a Lego set that's missing a piece, a puzzle that you know you're rearranging a different way to create a new picture that doesn't work with puzzles, works with Legos. <laughs> Let's stay with that metaphor. Um, yeah, if you, if there's something that's missing, it, it does not quite fit, and so that's what's wrong with some stories. So let's let's focus on that for future episodes. But I think uh, it is a great time for us to to move on and think about some homework. Um, and this could be our, our our last section of our our hero's journey of bring it home with some homework. Yeah, because that's what we always do with our ending. Anyway, um, for my homework, what I'm going to throw out there is I want you to think of your favorite character. Uh, they could be good or evil. 
Uh, for me, uh, my favorite character is, is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He's kind of both. It's, it's very complex. But uh, you could choose one from a book or a movie or a video game. Up to you. But plot their character arc from the story start to the end. Like Adam was saying, see um, where this rising and falling arc where this happens and if we take our example of anakin skywalker from the you know episode one to episode three you have this very dark falling arc where he you know goes from this you know, happy kid to you know darth vader but if you look at the latter the later star wars episodes you know four to six and you start with darth vader it's actually this rising arc and it's not uh, the sad ending because he become he goes from a villain to a hero, so it's kind of tricky on that fat, uh, that that side. Um, but find that character, plot the uh, plot their journey. Adam, what is your homework? Well, before I get my homework, I just want to think: if you watch a movie, a Disney movie, even like the Avengers, and you look at like the bad guy in the movie, they probably have a falling arc. If you think about it, like things are going well for them, and then the Avengers step in, and everything goes goes bad. At least that's what I've seen in some of them. So Yeah, that's true. Oh no, I was just agreeing with you, yeah. The the they're they're counterbalances, so they can't both rise and, and be victorious. <laughs> Though I say challenge accepted, I am now going to write a story <laughs> in which both the hero and the the villain have rising arms. <laughs> <laughs> but if it, uh, okay this is gonna be fun <laughs> maybe all everyone can have this homework could figure out how to have the villain and the hero be victorious but if they're actually opposing each other they both want the same thing unless they change their goals neither can be victorious right well, yeah, they need, both can't be victorious look look i'm gonna need time to think about this but i need to tell my students <laughs> what they need to think about and that all is right. I want my students to reflect on their own experiences and see how they have been challenged to overcome something and rise to an occasion. How are you different now? We can and should use our real experiences to identify how to overcome a conflict and how one interacts with the world differently once they do. This does and can inspire some pretty less than epic stories from you, but they're really gonna help you on your IGCSEs and your other narrative writing assignments pulling from your own experience, seeing what conflicts were, how they were overcome in your own life rather than other fiction is just as apt as reading a book and being inspired. Excellent. And so on that note, I think we are out of time. So this has been Write, Read, and Write. It was great to have you tune in, and we'll see you next time.